This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. You know, the Bible said that the love of money is the root of all evil, in which some have decided to greedily go after and they have pierced themselves with many sorrows. Because pursuing wealth somehow brings a lot of sorrow into people's life. Because demand will be made on people to do things that are unethical, things that are dirty, things that are terrible. So outside the blessing of the Lord, all other riches will come with regrets. So that's what the Bible said, that the blessing of the Lord. So if it is not the Lord, there will be some regret attached to it. But thank God that there is a blessing that makes rich. Hallelujah. And adds no sorrow. Mm. The question is, what is the blessing? There is the blessing. There is the effect of the blessing. People call the effect blessing. Now you say the wind is blowing. Not because of the wind, but because of the effect of the wind. For nobody can see the wind. Sometimes they can't see the wind blowing. Don't go out and tell little children. But nobody can see the wind. You can only see the effect of the wind. Papers flying, leaves shaking. That is the effect of the wind, but that is not the wind because you don't see the wind. The wind creates an effect for you to see. There is the blessing itself. And then there is what we call the effect of the blessing. When it is there, there are effects that it will create. When there are causes or a curse in a man's life, you don't see the cause also, but you see the effect of the cause. Hallelujah. So you see untimely death. You see all kinds of sorrows. Some are always sick. Some, when they are about to get into something good, then something terrible happens. Good things just don't come some people's way. And then you find some families with a very terrible negative pattern. So you know that there is something at work that is not good. When you have five daughters, firstborn married, no child, secondborn married, thirdborn married, fourthborn married, then something is happening. There is, that is the effect of something negative. But we are talking about the blessing. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you. You can have your seat. Hallelujah. This morning, I, I'm going <laughs> to... Second service will be very hot, even though I ought to be very brief also. Because I'm going to speak about three important people in the Bible. I want to talk about Jabez. I want to talk about Melchizedek. Hallelujah. And then, of course, Jacob. But, and then, most importantly... Brother Reuben. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mm. Joseph, Reuben, Jacob, Melchizedek, Jabez, and several other people. The first thing I want to say this morning is this. The blessing comes in many ways. There is a blessing. God has put the blessing on many things. But I want to emphasize the one I consider to be the highest form, not because of itself, but it is rooted in something. For instance, Deuteronomy chapter 28. The Bible says, verse 1, If thou shalt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, it shall come to pass that all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Mm. That I will set you high above the nations of the earth. Verse 2. And all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake you if you shall hearken to the voice of the Lord. So there is a dimension of blessing that comes upon you as you obey, as you do the word. Because there is a blessing embedded in the word of God. And when a person is a doer of the word, there is a blessing. He becomes a blessed man. Psalm 1, the beginning of the book of Psalm. He said, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of, of the ungodly. Nor uh, stand in the earth, sinner, nor sit in the seat of scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. In his law, he meditates day and night. There is a blessing attached to when you separate yourself from the dirty things of the world. There is a blessing allotted to that. When a man lives a clean life, when a man lives a pure life, there is a blessing attached to that. So the Bible says, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man who does not stand in the way of sinner. Blessed is the man who does not sit in the seat of the scornful. But then it's not limited to what he does not do. It's also what he must do. It's the light. It's in the law of the Lord. And this law he meditates. So, two things. For staying away from negative things, there is a blessing. Then also... For meditating, practicing the word, there is a blessing. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Well, let's read about Jabez this morning. So, if you go on, um, blessed is the man who does this, blessed is the man who does that. So, there are many things. But the dimension I want to look at is a very important aspect of the blessing. By a prophet, God brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, Israel is sustained. The one that many people need. Remember, Jesus said that, do the works of Abraham. And he said, Abraham is your father. I think I'll move to Jabez, maybe next service. But I think I should start with Father Abraham. Being the father of faith. Once you are born again, there is a blessing you have entered into. But I have, this, I have discovered that it's a spiritual blessing in heavenly places. But everybody needs a mortal man 
to speak the blessing of the Lord over your life. As a matter of fact, when you're about to cross from one level to another, somebody will show up like Mekizedek or will bless you. And the most powerful forms, hey, people who are blessed, and we'll look at the portrait, but we just want to start first of all with how this happens. Blessed people don't talk about ancestral coins and all those things. I told you something on Sunday. And when I get to the second side, you are going to look at it. God does not waste time. All this waste time waste, oh, oh God. that people do. God doesn't say, okay, all the... So, so it started from your grandpa. We're about to break the curse. When God sees a cursed man, he just blesses him. Because the blessing of the Lord makes rich and it eliminates sorrow. When God blesses a man, the blessing arrests and swallows the causes in his life. Because light and darkness cannot function in the same vessel together. The entrance of light is the departure of darkness. What I would dwell on second service. So, Reuben was cursed by his father. Genesis 49. He took a man. When we get to the middle of this, today, I don't want to say much, when we get to the middle of it, you will never joke with anointed vessel and people in authority like parents anymore. I get what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Ah. <laughs> Abraham came from the slaughter of kings. Genesis 14. And a man showed up by the name Melchizedek. And the Bible says, Abraham gave him a tithe and Melchizedek blessed Abraham. And he said, blessed be Abraham. Let's read uh, Genesis 14. I want to show you something from there. And then I think Hebrews 7, maybe verse 6 or so, talks about the fact that the one who had the promise was blessed. There is the promise. There is the blessing. When the blessing comes, it establishes the promise. So many Christians are the level of promise. You know promises in God's word, but you are not yet experiencing them. You need the blessing. Are you following me? And he blessed him. This is Mexico. He said, Blessed be Abraham of the most high God, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be the most high God, which had delivered thy enemies into your hand. And he gave him tithes of all. Who taught Abraham to do this? Um, go down to last three verses of the same chapter. Hallelujah. And Abraham said to this king of Sodom, I have lifted up my hand unto the Lord, the most high, possessor of heaven and earth. Check Abraham's story started from Genesis chapter 12. Abraham offered an altar and he said, Jehovah Nisi. The dimension of the most high, possessor of heaven and earth, was not a personal revelation of Abraham. It was transmit, transferred to Abraham, imparted of Abraham by Melchizedek. What dimension? In chapter 12 and 13, he went to Egypt. Melchizedek brought Abraham to a level where he understood that I don't need man anymore. So the king of Sodom said, Abraham, if you read before now, the king of Egypt gave him gifts when he wanted to marry Sarah, and Abraham accepted the gifts. 
That was the level Abraham was then. But the king of Sodom said, take all the goods and only give me the people. Because he recovered the captured people back and he recovered the captured goods. And the king of Sodom said, that, you know, we only need our people. You take all the money, the clothes to recover back. And Abraham said, no. I have just moved to a higher dimension. He said, I now understand that there is someone called most high, possessor of heaven and earth. When you have him, material things will be at your beck and call. I don't need your money anymore. How many people will never beg again here? You will never beg man again. One of the warnings I will give ahead of 2021, which I want to as well say here, all of you that come to church looking straight, looking now, and then you are quiet. The case of the house of God. You will see some of the testimony that will follow Sunday. I already received some on WhatsApp message. Listen to me. The case of the house of God is like a river being steered, the first to dive in. Every email accounts. I don't always, I told the workers something yesterday. We don't impress you by telling you that we have seen angels and the rest. But believe me sincerely, when I stand before you and I tell you that host of heaven are here, pay attention. And when we say a word, jump on it and shout amen. It is true. It has a lot to do with how much you receive. So keeping quiet in church and just looking, uh, hallelujah, amen. You, <laughs> hallelujah. Now they will respond now. Africans. Anytime you are listening to the word, be alive and be loud. So can I hear amen? And you won't stop till the end of service. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? So, <laughs> something happened to Abraham. Let's start this way. So, Abraham said, possessor of heaven and earth. But what I want to bring out, Mekizade blessed Abraham. God already spoke to Abraham in Genesis 12. What I want to establish at the beginning of this message, both here and the next service, is that mortal man must be involved. God already said to Abraham, Genesis 12, 1, I will bless you. Whoever blesses you. So why did he make his headache again? Listen to me. It's not money for mortal salmon. What many Christians need is a mortal man that will bless. And when you are in an assembly, God has put a man there. You only need to open your spirits. The blessing, the, pro, the one that pronounces the blessing on you, is not something that it can just fabricate. It has to be propelled. Ay, how deep can this be? We will get there into many dimensions of it. Esau was loved by Isaac more than Jacob. But Isaac had no control over who the blessing went to eventually. He gave an instruction. It's always the catch. That is always the moment. An instruction is given. Because an instruction, something has to happen. Elijah showed up as the carrier of the blessing. Because part time around you, there is a man that your blessing is in his mouth. Many people will hear this and argue because those who hate pastors say, no, 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 no. But 
we are going to go through the Bible and this. So God spoke to Abraham. He said, I will bless you. Anybody who blesses you will be blessed. Through you shall all the families of there. So why did they need Melchizedek? Now, who was Melchizedek? It's a theological debate. But from this, I've checked. So New Study Bible and all the references here and there. Lester Sumra was the first person I heard it from to say that Melchizedek was probably Shem, Noah's son. Noah had Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Because where the argument is, is in Hebrews 7, where the Bible says, this Melchizedek, without father, without mother, without natural genealogy, no beginning of days, no end of life, he was like the son of God. So people believe that then he was not a man. But really, he had a city called Salem, and he was a king. And later when Paul said, and then he said, consider how great this man is. Give us Hebrews 7. In other words, what some theologians are saying is that that word, no beginning of this, no end of life, means that chronologically, his genealogy was not recorded. Because number one, many of them died before the flood. But he came with Noah. And for some reason, they did not write it because he needed to demonstrate the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But many of them are saying that he was a man. And actually, there is, it, it looks like that is actually the truth. He couldn't have been a king of a town to carry bread and wine when as an angel or as a spirit. No. Spirits appear in the Bible, but they appear just in the moment. Angels. As long as they gave a message, they vanished. But none of them appear to settle down to rule over a city. Spirits won't do that. Angels won't do that. Hallelujah. So he said, for this, for this Mechizedek, even Paul acknowledged that king of Salem. Then he said, priest of the most high. Where no angel will occupy that kind of position. Who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of kings? Blessed him. Ah. Even before we end this series, there is a blessing coming upon somebody that will carry you. You know, I spoke a little about it last week. Let's read about Marcus. Uh, next verse. To whom Abraham gave a tenth of all, first, being first by interpretation, king of righteousness, after the king of silence, which is king of peace. Next year, he said, year of peace. Our conference is <laughs> peace. Without father, without mother, without descent, having no beginning of days, no end of life, but made like the son of God, abided a priest continually. Next verse. Now consider how great. What's the next word there? Spirit? Angel? Please respond. Consider how great this man. <laughs> Next verse. Verse 6. But he who, whose descent is not counted from, from them, receive tithes of Abraham and bless him who are the promises. Abraham, though God spoke to him, was a carrier of the blessing. But, sorry, the promise. The carrier of the promise must meet the carrier of the blessing. 
The promise moves to another dimension when it is blessed. So God gave a promise to Abraham because you need to understand how God works. He said to Moses, I have heard the cry of my people and I have come to deliver them. So I'm sending you. Well, if you have come to deliver them, go and deliver them yourself. But God does not work without a man. So, the greatest demonstration of the blessing will be that a man will walk into your life. Have you too read that the baby Jesus was blessed by Simeon when he was a baby? Have you not read? As they brought him to the temple, there was a man there who all his life, he was the carrier of the blessing. He carried Jesus in his hand and he blessed him. Then there was Anna, the prophetess. So Jesus was blessed by male and female. It is a pattern that you see in the Bible repeatedly. What is the effect of this? We touched on a bit of that on Sunday. It is not what they see physically around you. It is what they cannot see about you that generates the results. As soon as Jacob ah, I don't want to get out of myself. Second service, Reuben demonstrated and we are going to go into Reuben and Jabez. As soon as Jacob blessed Manasseh and Ephraim, something began to happen in their life. Speed. Favor. The blessing. Hallelujah. From a mortal man. So Isaac said, one day just woke up and there was a staring. He did not do it at a particular day or year before. He didn't do it one month before. But there was a particular day. He sensed the unction. This unction for many New Testaments would happen when there was a prophetic anointing on them. Or when they were about to depart. When a man is about to leave the world, well, the spirit is hanging between heaven and earth. So there is a kind of capability given to the spirit to speak some words and those words will be established. Did you get that? So the patron, when they wanted to die, was it thank God in the New Testament? We don't have to wait till somebody wants to die. So bless. When Mechizedek did not doubt that blessing Abraham. It is something that comes by the Spirit. When the anointing is heavily present, anyone sent to you by God can bless you. He might not be able to wake up every day and just say you are blessed. If, if, if he says it, God might honor it, but there is a particular one that when it comes, the story of Esau and Jacob is a perfect illustration he saw the favorite son of the father. Kept crying that my father, ah, he has stolen my bracelet. Isaac couldn't say, okay, you know what? Let me clear my throat. <clears throat> oh, yeah, kneel down. Let's start all over again. If I will bless you more than your brother. No, it was a moment. Jacob took it and that was the end of it. Do you know? Sometimes in meeting there are moments. And many times people miss it. This is why, listen to me very well. From services to when you are having your personal devotion in the house, it's an insult not only to God, to your destiny, 
when you are praying and you're answering phone call, a word in a moment might be missed and you might not receive it again. This is why many wander in the dark and they are God's people. Check it very well. Are Christians really the most blessed people on earth? Do, and do we think all these promises in the Bible are just an illusion, a lie told by God? Why is that many people are not living at the dimension promised from God's word? It is because we practice our Christianity not according to the way God has us to practice it. Isaac said, go and hunt for me and bring it that my soul might bless you. In other words, this thing looks like, it looks like a transaction. Esau, you are my most loved son. I love you more than your brother. Your mom loves your brother. I want to bless you, but I, I, I can't just say it. You have a part to play. So, Abraham makes a deck, 10%. And that's where we got the idea of tithe from. Esau, go and get me the best food. I must see something in you that will steer me up. And then something comes out. Are you getting what I'm saying? That was what he was saying. And the mother head. And move Jacob into action. Ow. The same thing the Bible said that the cause of the costless shall not come. That's why we are going to start with Reuben. Why was the father so angry and he said what he said? And what did Moses do about Reuben's condition? What? That was why Balaam asked Balak. You want me to cause them? No problem. You came to meet me because you've heard about my reputation and ability to cause. I can place something on people. Balaam has such a terrific unction that truly it could cause or bless. God did not make him shut up. God did not let him speak and say, say whatever I like, it won't come to pass. This is the dimension that people do understand how much power God has given to man. Man. Are you getting what I'm saying? If I was God, of course I can never be God. If I was God, I would have just told Balaam that, say whatever you like, it will never happen. But God didn't do that. As he wanted to cause God to turn it to blessing, because by the unction that Balaam carried, if he had spoken, it might have come to pass. So God made him to bless the people instead of causing them. But even Balaam, before he spoke, he made the condition, prepare seven altars and offer Numbers 23, Numbers 24. Altar, offer seven bulls. And then, give me a position. Take me to the top of the mountain. Make your sacrifice. Make sure that after the sacrifice, I can step at the cliff edge. And at the edge, I can see the people at the valley. If I can't see them at the valley and on top, I cannot pronounce a word on them. What is the meaning of that position? Again, not today. <laughs> Do you know by the Spirit, it is possible by the Holy Ghost, unction, like there is an unction this morning, can reset your next 10 years. There can be so much speed 
A man can cause you to fly. Moses sensed that he was supposed to deliver the people and he blew it the first time. He was away for 40 years and the people kept suffering for 40 years. Do you know that among, in those 40 years, some slaves would have died? People die every day. There were over 2 million people. So some of them never made it to promise. Not because they were not destined to, but because Moses delayed their time. Did you get this? You know, one day I read, it shocked me. This is why you mind who you follow. <laughs> Can I say this to everybody? A sister came to me through one time. She said, one prophet somewhere through the court, somebody said they should bring money. And I said, if you give them a couple, you have become a slave to that prophet. Many people don't know how to tell people to shut up and reject evil prophecy. Somebody comes and says, hmm, I see death before you. Before who? The Bible says, I shall not die. Say, but I will pray and it will happen. You know what? Once you accept it, it will happen. Something will almost kill you. You will escape it. And then the transaction begins. And every now and then, they will keep seeing. Oh, your mom is about to have an accident, but we are praying. And truly, mommy will say, bye, coming. And something will happen. It is happening because you gave yourself to it. There is no death before me, period. You know the, the, the problem with a lot of Christians? It, this is, I know some people are hearing me now. Major problem is because you have never seen a vision before. You have never seen an angel before. So when somebody tells you about a, an angel, they chance you. And do you really need to see one? Jesus lives inside you, that's all. Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't feel weak because of what he's talking around you of the angel visiting him in the night. None has because you don't need one. And you have lived up till now. You are still alive. Listen to me. The word of God is stronger than any vision. Follow the word. If God wants you to see one, he will open your eyes. If that does not happen, you are not inferior to anybody. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? Till Jesus comes, the way God will lead some of you is just a gentle voice from inside. It won't even be very strong. But you will clock 70 and see great things God has done in your life. You have not no casualty, nothing in 70 years because you've learned to follow that simple voice. So don't seek for something that is not in your area. Don't you know that your Heavenly Father is not careless? If he feels that the, his own dealing with you is to guide you gently, with that guidance, you will achieve anything that he has destined for, for you to achieve on that. You get into trouble when you start seeking for something beyond what he has given to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's end this first service this way. What made it easy for those men? You know, I told you on Sunday. They just got up from their news. And Esau was already crying. And he was saying that I will kill Jacob. I'm going to kill my brother. They were here to see the effect of it. That means what? They believed it. 
When Jacob was speaking, they did not shake. When Jacob was speaking, there was no fire coming down. But both Esau, sorry, when Isaac was speaking, but both Esau and Jacob knew that something had taken place. Is that right? So one was rejoicing that, ah, I don't have none. The other one was crying that my father, ah, my father, I'm still your favorite son. This guy just stole my blessing. And he held the father, so, oh, my father, don't you have, okay, you bless him, but don't you just have one reserve blessing. It took Isaac so much as he was crying. Tears can do some things. But tears, it's limited. He said, at a point, Isaac got touched. And he said, well, the order is established. He said, I have made him your Lord. And you will serve him. He said, all I can say is that you will become strong and you will break his yoke from your neck. But that you will not serve him at all. It's not, imposs- it's not possible. But I can help you with a, another dimension that the, your being under will not be forever. With what I've released, normally it should be your Lord forever. But as you are begging me now, something is rising inside me. So the best I can say with this unction, it's not as strong, it's not as conk as the first unction upon your brother. But with this unction also, at least I can say that you'll serve him for a while and break loose. Do you believe when we speak over you? Those who believe in this church, I see uncommon testimonies. They share every now and then. It is true. Hallelujah. You've heard stories upon stories. It is true. And if you are here, your life should follow that pattern. You've heard Pastor Chi's testimony. In fact, every pastor said, every one of these people, they are working in top places in Lagos. This thing is real. The blessing, the effect of it, favor, goodness of God, mercy, open doors. It will so much get to a point that you will know that something is on you. And what that leads to is that fear will die. As you are going to approach people for something, you just have this confidence that no matter what, when you come by, you are coming by with another story, with a testimony. There's that, that confidence at all times. And it follows you everywhere. You go for an interview, you are not afraid. Between the beginning of the year and now, even the midst of pandemic, how many leaders have traveled? How many leaders moved to higher job, even in the midst of pandemic? Quite a number of people. One still told me yesterday, he's going for his master's, one of the leaders, I said he's living on the boxing day. How many? There's no reason for a man, a woman, to struggle. The blessing attracts right kind of relationship. It is true. If the blessing is not on your own, there will be a problem. I will say to you that there are a few unbelievers. Sometimes God in his sovereignty, he blesses some of them also. It's not limited to Christian. It's just that that to Christian is another dimension, but many are not even taking advantage of it. The blessing. 
there are unbelievers I know, bosses and MDs, that you can tell that God is, even though they don't know God, because there, there will always be Cyrus in this world. He said, Don't say Lord to his anointed Cyrus. He said, Even though you have not known me, yet I open doors before you. Yeah, so there will be Cyrus in this world. So there are Cyruses. Things just work for them, even they know God. It won't be like that indefinitely. They are going to get in trouble one day if they don't know God quickly. But see, God places people in different places for different reasons. If you see a Cyrus, it is because God expects a Daniel that is coming. Can I tell you the truth? There are unbelievers raised for your sake. There are a gateway you have to pass through one day. There are some dirty things you cannot do. There are some things you can do. God will raise some people, they will do it. And when they have done, they will open the door and then you come in. And then your hands are clean forever. It is true. Yeah. So people can do all the dirty politics and they become that. They just appoint you. Appointment is appointment. You, you don't falsify because you don't do anything. And then you, because you are Daniel, you will work with Sarah, you work with Belshazzar. You work with Nebuchadnezzar. If you are Joseph, you work with Pharaoh. And Pharaoh is Pharaoh. Pharaoh is Pharaoh. And Pharaoh is wicked. But he will never ask you to participate in his wickedness. But Pharaohs of this world, they need Joseph. Because there are dreams they will never be able to interpret by themselves. Oh, Joseph's arising this morning. Let's rise up. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just see after me say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you.